Hi, I am D Plus Graphics, a global designer network member and a 3D digital fashion designer. Welcome to my podcast, a podcast where I'll be talking about how I translated from a regular graphics designer into a 3D digital fashion designer. Welcome back. How do I tell you about digital fashion design if I don't tell you about my journey into 3D digital fashion design? So on this episode, I'll be talking about how I moved from being a regular graphics designer and using CorelDRAW into moving into Adobe Photoshop and then moving into 3D design softwares and digital fashion. So let's just say I started my journey as a designer in a very early stage. I was a designer as far back as 2007. I started designing and I would get a couple of bucks to you know, sustain me. I was just doing it for fun in the neighborhood. And you know, I was just regular designs and get a couple of money. And you know, I had a friend back then that he introduced me to the head pastor of the church, and from there he saw my works and he was like, Can you do a design for us for an event we have? And I was like, Yes. So that was the first job I did with graphics design that I actually charged and I made real profits from. However, that is not the essence of the story, but then it is also part of the story. So, afterwards, I was just doing design regularly, and over time, I digressed into music production. Yes, music production. Couple of my friends used to ask me, you know, like, did you study computer science or did you do any tech-related course in the university? And I, my question is always no. <laughs> of course, I'm a graduate of um, economics. I have a bachelor of science degree in economics. And, you know, they're always very surprised that, you know, I am able to do things around design and tech, um, tech um, solutions. While I was in the university, I joined this international organization in my year one, HiSEC. HiSEC is an international platform where young people, you know, develop their leadership potential. It's a platform whereby I learned almost everything about corporate world and um, corporate life that I'm currently utilizing now. I learned almost everything around that 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 uh, organization while i was there and i took up several roles from being a team member to a team leader and from being a team leader 
to the Vice President Information and Communication Management. While I took up that role, I quickly rose in recognition across Nigeria, across the ISEC um, local committee in various um, universities that ISEC was present. And what was the reason? Because of my design. Everybody knows my design from my university on the network. And it got to a point that when I go for international conference and I introduce myself as my name, people don't actually know my face, but they know my name, they know my work. And, you know, they're like, oh, so you're the one from um, HiSec, Kano, and you are the one that actually have been doing all those design. You're always very active on Facebook. At that time, it was Facebook that was the king of social media back then. And, you know, I'll be like, yeah, or like, it was so surprising and, you know, I was really, really amazed because people get got to know my work. People didn't even know who was doing the work, but immediately I mentioned the name. They know the name. They know the work. And it was as far back as then that I understood easily that I must have a signature for my work. I must have a face and brand name for my work, which I would um, talk about furthermore on this podcast. Shortly after I graduated from the university, one of my friends called me and he told me, I have an opportunity for you, which I'm very sure you're capable of doing. And he introduced me to a company here in Nigeria, an indigenous company that manufactures and sport gears for Nigerian professional league clubs you know top clubs in the country i mean league one so and he wanted me to come on board as a graphics designer and also uh, a graphics apparel designer however there was really really nothing much about graphics apparel designer in nigeria at that time you know people doing it were like very few not much people were into it and you know, I, I was like, I was skeptical about taking the role because, you know, it's something that, you know, I have no experience around graphics apparel design. However, I was like, well, it's a learning point for me. And whatever I learned from here, I don't know where I'm going to utilize it. And I have to tell you, I am very glad and so happy that I made the decision that day to actually take up the role. So... I took up the role and I started learning on the job. But then I was doing more of graphics design there. However, when I was in the company, I used to go to the factory. I was a very good friend with uh, the chief um, Taylor, as it's being called in the factory. He is the one in charge of everything that has to do with pattern cutting, pattern drafting and pattern making in the factory for fabrics. I was very good friend with him and over time I was able to understand quite a number of processes that involve um, the creation of sports apparels 
you know, from choosing a fabric to the cutting to the sewing and then to the type of sewing that is necessary for the kind of um, sports gear or the material that is being used. However, after a long time working there for close to like uh, um, two years, I noticed something which they didn't really consider a big deal. That was um, clothes incineration and also, you know, sending clothes to landfill. I mean, this, they give it to the waste disposal guy and the waste disposal truck takes it to the land, for landfill. It's either, you know, they dump it in the landfill or it's, it's incinerated. And, you know, it kept bugging my mind that if we accumulate everything that has been burnt or be sent for incineration or landfill, you know, it's going to be massive amounts of clothes in a year and for me as an economist as at that time i was like this is wastage you know there isn't optimal usage of the fabric and that is what led me to started uh asking questions around it and i'm gonna tell you what happened after i left there Yeah, I was about to tell you what happened when I left here, but while I was on the road, I raised the issue with the chief tailor, you know, in a non-commanding tone, and he was like, no, it's no issue, you know, the fabric we use, it's not, we've sent to incineration or landfill, it's not much, so it's no big deal, you know, in business, you have to make some losses, so, I mean, I knew at, at that point that they were not ready to to have any thoughts about the fabric wastage so shortly after my contract expired i came back to lagos nigeria and i started doing a lot of research to how you can curb fabric wastage when producing clothes in the factory So I started lots of research, you know, I, I was able to get quite a number of tutorials on, on YouTube whereby I can use Adobe Illustrator to create 3D-like patterns of jerseys and it wasn't giving me the, the exact thing that I want. And moving on, I was able to be able to download mockups from various websites. I paid for some subscription and then, you know, I had I, I was able to get some gig however I got a gig where, whereby I needed to create a kind of uh, cloth that wasn't available on the website where I get my mockups and that was where I dipped deeper into my research because I was getting more comfortable because I was already on this site that I could get various mockups so I dig deeper and while I was uh, on LinkedIn one day I came across a post that was um, by Janisne. He was a footwear designer in um, Hadidas and uh, he currently um, is a footwear designer. 
uh, at RFTFK. That's a Nike Web3 based um, shoes slash sneaker uh, company. He's currently uh, working there. So I reached out to him back then and I was like, yo, I just saw what you posted. It's really nice. Is it, um, is it a picture? Is it 3D? Is it, I mean, how do you come about these graphics? And he, re- he responded to me, I think within 24 to 48 hours. And, you know, he gave me all the right guidance, the right direction, the right software. He just told me the software I need to download. I need to start using. I need to learn. And that was how I got introduced into digital fashion design. And that, that's why... Whenever I see anybody that asks me questions around digital fashion, you know, I'm always eager to talk about it. Why? Like, I'm paying it forward because if Janice hasn't, uh, if Janice didn't actually um, respond to my message, you know, I may have still be far behind uh, from where I am currently right now. Yeah, it's played like a major part in my digital fashion story and you know each time i want to talk about my digital fashion story journey i always mention janice ne i've been on several interviews um especially with um, some internationals and you know i always mention janice ne and it's 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 huge that it looks way small for some, to some people but you know his gesture of just giving me the the direction plays an important role in my story and yeah my still telling the same story about Janice Snare, about how he, he gave me the direction to move into 3D digital fashion design. And then, yeah, I buried my head into the softwares, various softwares. I was confused. As at that time, there were no much tutorial around digital fashion. And, you know, I did a lot of tutorial in the YouTube. In fact, there was a time I checked up a tutorial and it was not in English. It was so crazy. (laughs) So yeah, COVID-19 lockdown came and I was able to like learn various software, meet new people from across the world. I mean like almost in every continent, I was able to meet various designers that were already in this business long before I even got to know about digital fashion. And afterwards, I was uh, able to take a course, um, Digital Fashion 101 by the Digital Fashion Group, and um, offered also by Parsons School of Design New School. I was certified with the uh, Digital 101 course and i was able to meet various other people and i was able to meet some nigerians too on the platform afterwards i was introduced to digital acts which is a a web3 platform um, an operating system for web3 assets and also you know a marketplace for digital fashion nfts and from there i was able to become a global designer network member with governance you know i mean like i st- I have massive amount of governance there i've even not yet started exploring the governance because um quote and unquote um hodl i'm holding i'm holding long i'm not just holding long you know for for the sake of the token or anything but i want to make sure by the time um you know the the space is big you know 
I can make major moves, especially to favor and bring in uh, my cultural wear to bring in a lot of values and and uh, a lot of values culture from africa because uh you know we we africans we quite have low representation in the web too and you know i wanted to be that you know web three have more representation but i mean but that's by the way <laughs> so afterwards you know i started posting my stuff on OpenSea, posting my stuff on various other places and yeah I've been able to get um, people have reached out to me from various country um, to ask me about digital fashion design and I have been so glad I mean to tell them about it I mean in the last two weeks I had a friend that reached out to me uh, on LinkedIn she's from Bulgaria and you know I was able to tell her she's uh, a physical fashion designer or what we call um, traditional um, fashion designer and she was open to translate into a digital fashion designer and we had like um, a 30 to 40 minutes uh, meeting and you know she was and I gave her the headway to get into digital fashion the right softwares to use and I mean haul and haul uh, so yeah that's my journey currently now um, I'm more of uh, creating uh, African wears and why is that so you know in, like i said earlier in web 2 we have low representation and i want to make sure that in web 3 we have more representation and you know i have lots of plans around that which i'll be exploring and be talking more about once um, i reach that stage in this podcast and uh, you know it's more it's more like I'm creating the future and blueprint of the African narrative in the digital fashion web three ecosystem. I can't do it all alone, but then, I mean, even if I can pave way for some for for people coming behind me, yeah, I mean, I've I've given I've I've laid down a legacy for Africans. I've laid down a legacy for Nigerians, and you know, like I always say. You know, Web3 is still in its early stage. So there's no need to rush. There's no need to be like, I want to, I want to be the first person to do X, Y, Z. It's all about mastering it. It's all about learning, unlearning, and relearning. It's and making a forge ahead. So yeah, that is how I got into digital fashion. And right now, I've created um, Agbada Wear, um, a digital 3D print of Agbada Wear. I have them it created as an NFT. I also created um, a male, a female Yoruba. I also created for male to which is a Yoruba wear, and um, have also created Isiagu wear, the Igbo wear, and um, you know I'm about creating the the Aosa wear. From there, I'll move to various other tribes, especially around the middle belt. And, um, you know, we have the Tiefs, we have the Igala, we have the Idoma, they are native wears. And, you know, all these tribes across Nigeria, I mean, we have a lots of tribes in Nigeria. We have the Batonu, we have the Isekiri, we have the Ijo, we have the Niger Delta. We have quite a number of tribes and each and every tribes have their unique culture. And it's one of my duty to bring that into the Web3 space. So, yes. Welcome to the future of fashion. If you have any question, if you have any any question you want to ask, if you're looking for any guidance, you can always reach out to me on Twitter, D Plus Graphics, D P L U S 
G-R-A-P-H-I-C-S on Twitter, on Instagram. And um, yeah, I'm always, I'm, I'm easily available, open, and you can always reach out to me. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Uh, signing out.